0: Welcome to the Voice of Retail, I'm your host, Michael LeBlanc, this podcast is brought to you in conjunction with Retail Council of Canada. Recess founder and CEO Ben Witt grew up in an era where the fast-paced lifestyle sometimes outpaced our ability to process it all, so he leveraged his deep background in building and scaling companies into building a new lifestyle brand for the times, Recess.
1: We now live in an on-the-channel world. This idea of direct-to-consumer, in my opinion, is somewhat nonsense. Right, like the inevitability of consumer products company, companies and any type of consumer experience is clearly about becoming
0: on the channel. We talk about his background, two starts and one stop based on his experience and perspectives around going to market in 2021. Let's have a listen to what he has to say in advance of his appearance on the virtual stage at Commerce Next, coming up later in the month. Ben, welcome to the Voice of Retail podcast. How are you doing this morning? Doing great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on board. Uh, let's let's jump right in. Tell us about yourself, your background, and and talk about Recess. What are you building there?
1: You know, I'll start all the way at the beginning. Uh, I grew up in Southern California in a, in a surf town called Laguna Beach. I was very much uh, a creative in high school into uh, you know all types of art and design, uh, but I ended up studying you know business in college. And uh, I'm 32, and I and I kind of moved to San Francisco, in Silicon Valley, in 2010. Uh, right as, you know, the startup tech scene uh, was very much taking off there. And I was at two different startups uh, for the first seven years of my career uh, in Silicon Valley and really learned, uh, I'd say, you know, how to build companies. Uh, I very much look at Silicon Valley as not just about technology, mm-hmm. uh, but about company building. You yeah, know, building kind of got,
0: scale, right? I mean, it, it's, that, that's really a skill that just doesn't come... Exactly, Natural,
1: right? and so I think when you know I was really immersed, you know, in that culture, you know, all my friends were investors or at other startups, and so you know it was very you know exciting uh, and interesting to me, and uh, I knew I you know someday wanted to start my own company, and you know the other thing I you know recognized was if I was going to start my own company, I recognized the importance of uh, kind of working on idea that suits your strengths and passions, and that my strengths and passions. Uh, were more suited for building, you know, consumer brands and in consumer experiences versus technology for businesses, for example. Right. Um, and so I set out on my own and um, I explored a couple different ideas. But about three years ago, you know, the inspiration, you know, for Recess uh, came. I saw CBD oil uh, and other functional ingredients like adaptogens and magnesium kind of bubbling up in natural food stores focused on helping consumers feel relaxed. And I have always been kind of a naturally stressed out, anxious, wired millennial. I was always looking for things that would help me, you know, calm down and rebalance, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And I started using, you know, CBD oil and, you know, other compounds like that. And I felt better. And I just had a number of insights from that experience. You know, the first being, I'm not the only one that feels this way. Uh, Stress and anxiety had clearly been, you know, skyrocketing um, as a result of this transformational period that we're living in, driven by technology and all the second and third order consequences on society, right? Mm -hmm. The introduction of social media, the political environment becoming a lot more partisan, the economy becoming a lot more dynamic. And, you know, that is stressful. And, in many ways, we weren't built and designed for the world that we're now living in. And so that has led us to, to, to become very stressed. Basically, the introduction of CBD was really a reflection of that, right? It, it really met that need uh, in terms of being a compound that could help people calm down. And my insight was very simple, that basically the user experience of putting oil under your tongue that tastes like grass is not a great one. But the way to think about CBD as, 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 as a compound, no more interesting than caffeine or alcohol, you know, ultimately just a commoditized functional ingredient that delivers an effect. The question I asked myself was, who are the biggest caffeine companies in the world? That's Red Bull, that's Monster, that's Starbucks, that's Coca-Cola. And none of them are marketing caffeine. They're marketing how it makes you feel. And uh, that kind of led to the brand strategy of recess, which was we wanted to create a brand that basically communicated like the idea of relaxation. And instead of marketing CBD and adaptogens like every other brand does, we wanted to establish a new usage occasion in consumers' lives of taking a recess and define a new feeling that we define as cool, Collected, uh, which is effectively the equivalent of Red Bull Gives You Wings. You know, what I see emerging here is the next biggest category in the CPG industry focused on relaxation uh, at different moments throughout, you know, consumers' days. And this category is going to exist across both beverages, supplements, food products,
0: and, and digital experiences. Ingestibles, everything, right? Everything, Right. You know, your story is very familiar to me in, in a couple of ways. I often find when I talk to um, uh, to businesses, folks, leaders in the cannabis or, or the hemp or the CBD space, that there's often an intersection of the personal and the professional. And you've, you've just highlighted that as well. And the second thing is it's been so interesting watching, um, as you say, the demand, because the the biggest category over the past 10 years or so has been, has been wake-up drinks, like activity, you know, get me up, get me going. And then, you know, it was almost like a natural uh, reaction became, okay, wake me up and now I need something to put me down because I'm overstimulated, right? So um, I think it's a brilliant observation. You know, let's break beyond just, you know, we're not talking functional benefits here. We're not talking technical. We're talking emotional benefits. We're talking about the feeling that you want to, to have, the product rather than knowing what's in the product necessarily to the degree that you as you said you
1: know and one of my one of my uh that's a great observation and what i you know like to one of my observation about you know the consumer packaged goods space and the food and beverage space is that categories rise as a reflection of what's happening in society right so energy drinks uh, over, over the past 20 years you know have exploded in fact monster energy is the single best performing stock in the US over the past 20 years. It grew it grew by like a 100,000%, I believe. And the rise of energy drinks is really a reflection, you know, the zeitgeist in society around the world at the time was globalization, build build build, growth at all costs,
0: right? I got to keep energy up. I got to keep up. I need I need something to keep up. I need I need you know, need that stimulant to, 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 keep pace by basically not to get ahead of it. Almost.
1: Yeah. And the next 20 years I think are about uh, dealing with the world around us that we built for ourselves that we're not prepared for. Right. And so, you know, we, to, you know, you, we use caffeine to get throughout the day to build up the energy, to be able to go to work, get work done and get throughout the day. And we use alcohol to intoxicate us at the end of the day. Really. When you, when you think about it, we, I see this category, uh, as uh, a substitute for both products, actually. What we see a recess is, you know, the quite the interesting question to ask is when people are drinking a recess, what are they drinking it instead of? And it's typically coffee in the afternoon or an energy drink and alcohol in the evening. And so what we see happening here is there just being a number of occasions throughout your day where you would typically have in you know, historically have turned to a caffeinated beverage or an alcoholic beverage where increasingly you're gonna turn to know beverages within this category
0: well uh, you're definitely on to something now let's talk about the two starts and one stop you're speaking to commerce next so you know it's not a cpg event it's about building a brand it's about digital it's about marketing it's about e-commerce about all those things in your experience building you know past but also in this crazy you know first phase of the COVID era last year you're building a company in the middle of a pandemic Give me your experience about, and your advice to the listeners, two things they should start doing if they're not already yeah. doing, and one thing they should maybe stop doing that they've been doing and, and maybe relied on it or you've learned that it's not working. Give, me, give, yeah. give us some advice.
1: You know, the first thing that I think is so important um, for founders and for brands is to have a compelling story and narrative for what your company is and why it exists if you don't have a narrative and a story and a vision that both consumers and you know the business world understands, you're not going to be able to recruit. You're not going to be able to raise money. You're not going to be able to sell. Um, and so, and then on the consumer side, I think in a digital world, a brand has to have something to say, right? I like to like in the beverage industry, I like to say like a brand. You know, in the past, brands were built on the shelf. Today, they're built on your phone, and that mm-hmm. fundamentally changes everything. a social media strategy for example is not posting pictures of different angles of your can every day you (laughs) know you better have something to say
0: i do like your i do like your imagery on your site by the way the the can opening up it is very quite sharp notwithstanding that tell me tell me one thing just um uh, i want to step back one quick second how do you go to market with recess how do people find the product looks like you've got a subscription type service and tell us a little bit about that for context well
1: that was actually going to lead into my second uh uh, recommendation, which is we now live in an the channel world. This idea of direct to consumer, in my opinion, is somewhat nonsense, right? Like the inevitability of consumer products, company, companies, and any type of consumer experience is clearly about becoming on the channel. You know, recess our go to market was we launched direct to consumer uh, and then we launched in New York uh, in the New York metro market in New York City. And now we're in like eight states, you know, throughout the country, Um, you know, we'll be on Amazon. You know, the thing with beverages is it makes sense for them to be sold everywhere. Um, But I think that's increasingly true of most companies. And so one of my pieces of advice to people is from day one, design an organization and a company and a brand that's designed for an omnichannel world. And and I think that's just fundamental truth today. And I think it's completely underappreciated. The implications of that you know both if you're coming you know as established just you know analog business that's only existed you know in offline retail you know it's hard to become to reorient your brand to be, become truly on the channel and I think you know uh, D2c brands too sometimes struggle with this so I think it's important is to like think about on the channel as early as possible.
0: All right, so great advice. Um, you know, start thinking as soon as possible about this this new reality or the reality we live in. What what should people do less of? What should they stop doing?
1: One of my thing. One of my the reasons I think recess has been you know has a chance of being successful is that we have a company uh, that has people from both you know beverage industry you know leaders that have been in the industry for 20, 30 years, as well as many people that have, have never you know worked a day in the industry before recess. And I think as a result of that, we, you know, we are able to think outside of the box and bring, you know, new perspectives and old perspectives to thinking from like first principles about what our strategy should be. And so one of the things I think companies should start, stop doing is only hiring people from the industries that yeah. they're operating in hmm. and instead focus on hiring people that come from other industries that
0: can bring new perspectives. About building a company in that space. Oh, that's great advice. Now, at Commerce Next, what are you what are you doing at Commerce Next, and, and when are you doing it? Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, we're going to be, I, I think, going into more detail uh, about you know the recess approach uh, to building a consumer brand in this new world, right? And I think many of the lessons from Recess, which is you know right now just a beverage brand, uh, but I don't think of it that way, will apply to you know to businesses of all kinds. And so uh, I'm looking forward to having a conversation about at least what i've learned so far and you know how we think about the world
0: well it's a great story because you're clearly operating at the top of that brand ladder right from from technical to functional to emotional benefits you are at that lifestyle brand which is which is that aspiration for many brands they get to that place where you know you you are seen as as part of a lifestyle rather than an ingredient to be consumed Uh, so congratulations on that i mean it's a great brand story i look forward to hearing all about it and hearing more about it uh, at Commerce Next. So, so, Ben, thanks for joining me on The Voice of Retail, and and I wish you much continued success.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. My pleasure.
0: Today's podcast is part of an ongoing series of Commerce Next episodes that will feature some of the fantastic speakers taking the virtual stage January 20th, 27th, February 3rd with snapshot insights into how they dealt with the online and e-commerce world in their first year of the COVID era, lessons learned for the future. You can learn more and register for Commerce Next at commercenext.com. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Voice of Retail. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on the latest episodes, industry news, and all the insights. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a rating review as it really helps us grow so that we can continue to get amazing guests like Ben on the show. I'm your host, Michael LeBlanc, president of Emmy LeBlanc Company, Inc. And if you're looking for more content or want to chat, follow me on LinkedIn or visit my website, Co. Until next time... Stay safe and have a great week.